Yeah. Are we back again? Yeah. It's been yeah. T- it's been too long. Mate. It's been uh, it's been uh, it's been much too long actually. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, How are you we, doing? I'm well. Uh who are you? Uh my name is C Certified Brewhead and who are you? I'm uh, Scott Beer Cole, beer enthusiast. <laughs> Almost forgot your middle name. I know, I know. How can you I forget my it. own middle name? It's ridiculous. I know. <laughs> it happens to the best of us. So welcome back, episode eight. Yeah. Beer another shit. We took a, a mild hiatus, which is, I guess, bound to happen between cunts who uh, live in different cities different and things, different very provinces. busy doing lots of other things We've, apart from drinking beer. Apart from, uh, you know, there's a few things we do, I guess. <laughs> the I, I, we, we were going to do the old Skype version. I know you mentioned it. Yeah. It's fine, but I, like, I feel like this in person. I like looking you deep in the eyes when I talk about... <laughs> Beer, talking I don't know, to something. a cylindrical yeah. shaft-like object. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I keep forgetting this is a beer podcast. Yeah. We can't talk about it. <laughs> okay. um, so, yo, what we have to do really, really quick is our sponsors want to shout out. Uh, we'll keep it quick this time. Yep. So, Brewheads, uh, thebrewheads.com. Hit up on the website and you're going to get 15% off uh, everything online. Fucking, what do they do? Hats, tees, coasters, gear glasses, stickers, glasses, yeah. everything, man. Enough for tings. 15%, tell them we sent you. Oh, oh, yeah, the code. Uh, BAOS. BAOS for 15 BAOS yeah. for 15%. Um, the, other, the other sponsor is our homies Original Gentleman, plural, M-E-N, M. And their website is originalgentleman.ca. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. I hope I didn't fuck that up. Otherwise, just Google it. Uh, you get uh, 10% off your order with the code BEER. And they sell all sorts of crazy shit for the beers like combs, um, Fucking shaving creams and oils. razors, oils, yeah, beard all oils. That fun stuff. They make their own beard oils, which are really, really cool. So, uh, you know, if you're into craft beer, it's highly likely you have a beard. So, you know, <laughs> they kind of go hand in hand, pretty let's much be honest, these days, yeah. right? You know, hipstifying the fucking uh, the world. So, hit them up. And the last two, uh, High Season Co. That is my company with my girlfriend Tiffany. We do social media for sick cunts like yourselves. Um, we particularly, you know. We know what's up with uh, for for breweries. So even if there's like some upstart breweries out there who need a help, you know, give us a holler. Who need a help? Am I foreign? <laughs> what am I foreign? I um, need a help. Uh, <laughs> I'm tired. It's early Saturday, Sunday, yeah. Sunday, Sunday morning. We'll call oh, it really Sunday. Early. It's a long weekend. It doesn't matter. Everything feels early. Yeah. Um, yeah. So hit up High Season Info at HighSeasonCo.com or just hit up HighSeasonCo.com and go to the contact form and uh, we'll give you ten percent off whatever you do through us if you mention the podcast and lastly ill known studio so the reason this podcast sounds so fucking dope is my brother notion mixed this shit mastered this shit made it sound better than uh unfortunately most podcasts out yeah, there really and to that's be honest. not like a, a boasting thing about this it's just he does good fucking work and absolutely it saddens me when i hear high level podcasts who get hundreds of thousands of listens each week and they sound not like garbage but they're low in the mastering and i turn it up and even like bumped all the way up i still can't hear it um Super frustrating, and I'm sure, you know, it costs. They got budget. It costs nothing to do this stuff. It's pretty cheap. So you know, give us a holler. Uh, info at themovementfam.com for my brother Notion. He'll make your shit sound boss. Of course, music as well. But he uh, does it all. The, really, does it all yeah. just for the podcast. I feel like uh, people need that shit. We need it. You know. And speaking of Notion and his skills, let's uh, let's run one of your tracks. Let's do it. That he uh, mixed and mastered. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Y'all are brewheads? Yeah, we brewheads. So pour a glass of craft beer, we can do this. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Y'all are brewheads? Yeah, we brewheads. So pour a glass.
that's a craft beer. We can do this. Yeah, I love that. I love it. <laughs> is that creepy? It's beautiful. Yeah, it's really creepy. Is that rapey? So fuck, man. Okay, well, been, we are doing a beer, beer podcast, right? We are indeed. So I, I think it's only fitting. It's afternoon, isn't it? It's, it's 1 p.m. Just okay. after 1. Okay. So what do you think it's uh, I think it's time to crack a beer. Let's be okay. honest. Like, I'm so thirsty. So. We got, oh, I'm thirsty as fuck. Yeah. It's, uh, we got a bit of a special one today. Yeah, so we're going to kind of stick with the uh, IPA theme. We've been drinking IPAs all weekend. They're yeah. delicious. It's one of my favorite styles of beers. Damn right. Uh, and I recently went on a little uh, beer excursion across the border to the U.S. to pick up some beers that we can't get here. Merca. Merca. Loves me some Merca. Uh, so today we're going to be doing three IPAs. We're going to be yes. doing a single IPA, a double IPA, and a triple IPA, all from Founders, which is... An awesome brewery out of Michigan. Uh, we weren't fortunate enough to visit there on our Michigan beer tour, we but I have tried many of their beers and have been very delighted with all of them. So uh, I guess, yeah, this, the first one we're doing is the Centennial IPA from Founders. Okay. So it's a single dry hopped IPA, uh, 7.2%, 65 IBUs. Uh, looks delicious. I say Did we say just, what hops it uses. Uh, maybe Centennial. I'm. Oh yeah, it's good. I don't know. If that, well, I don't know if that's a, a, you know presumptuous to say, but um, is it like a single hop? Uh, yeah, hop joint. I love it. It's when they a Centennial that. India Pale Ale. So Fantastic. I'm assuming maybe yeah they use just Centennial hops in this. That's great. Uh, let's bust it open. And let's see do what's it. going on. We yeah, know, we know okay. the uh, we know the rules. Shh. Yeah, Rich, everyone. Shh, shh, shh. By everyone, I mean you and I. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. Oh. Oh, 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 oh yeah! Isn't that gorgeous? Oh, it's beautiful. It I smells smell delicious. It from yeah. Put my. Oh, yeah. That's you know, it's going to be uh, a delicious. Like a, when you can smell it from a mile away, you know it's going to be super. Uh, oh, other thing. The cap. Hoppy. There you go. It's going to be super hoppy. Oh, so yeah. Let's give it a pour. That's fucking fantastic. Oh, wow. So why did, when you, um, you went, you didn't actually tell us where you went. Yeah, so I went to Pittsburgh with, uh, with my dad. We went to go... Uncle Jeff. Uncle Jeff. Uncle Jeff. We went to go uh, check out a baseball game at PNC Park, see the Pirates play. Okay. There's lots of peas there. Uh, so, yeah, we just went down just to check it out for the weekend. And I thought, well, if I'm going to be in the States, i got to find where they have all the good beers. So I researched it. And uh, a place called D's Six Packs and Dogs came up as one of the best places. So Six Packs and Dogs. Yeah, it was a little like, uh, you know, a little puby restaurant place. And uh, in, a ba- in the back, they apparently have this uh, beer cave is what they called it, which is very exciting to Go me. To just just the name. Yeah, the beer cave. Was it so, uh, cave-like? It was kind of cave-like, yeah. It was kind of like a little uh, cold cellar in the back. That's and awesome. they just had wicked craft beer from the area and just from all around the States, broken up into singles, which was cool. You didn't have to buy a six-pack to uh, try some of these beers that, for us in Canada, are really hard to get a hold of, right? Right. So I went in there. It was like heaven when I walked through. I started to like... You know, yeah, oh, it was just very overwhelming. You know, my dad was there with me, and he's like, "Just pick some beers." I'm like, "It's not just picking beers. It's, <laughs> there's, there's beers here that I, you know, I have to go through and read. Have I had them? I don't know. Are they hard to get. So you know the feeling. You know the it's feeling. Like when man. we were in uh, Austin, Texas, and we walked into that store, and it's just walls and walls of delicious craft beer that most much. of which we hadn't tried at the time. So <sighs> pretty much almost zero. Yeah, it's uh, ridiculous, right? Well, well cheers. yeah, cheers to this. This is nice. Wicked color. The color's absolutely gorgeous. It's like a, like a rusty orange, really intense color. Some of these IPAs yeah. don't get this uh, 
intensely colored, a little more, uh, you know, yellow or straw-like. Yeah, a little, that's true. It's mildly cloudy, too. Yes, yeah. it's, uh, like, founders don't fuck around. Like, I haven't had a beer from them that wasn't phenomenal. No, they're... And they're, I haven't even had that many. I don't they're pretty on point, yeah. Well, you I brought that too six, many here. You had that four-pack. A four-pack, mixer-pack, yeah. And then there was maybe a few extras, like, and I think... Did you get the breakfast stout? Yep, was breakfast stout, yep, that was one of them. Yeah, this is crazy. It's 7. This is really good. taste 7.2. No. Nope. Mm. Kind of spicy, and floral nose. Um, it has that, you know, that pleasant bitterness you expect from an IPA. I like it a lot. Why did you get, um, why did you go for the founders there specifically? Was it because, like, you knew the brand? And- yeah, so, like, I don't know all these, uh, you know, crazy craft American brands, but I know, you know, some of the big ones that people talk about in blogs and such. And uh, Founders is one I had had a couple Founders before and really liked them. And whenever you kind of look at Beer Advocate and all these beer sites, people rate them very highly. So uh, I figured you go with a good brewery and a good style, you're you're bound to get a good beer, right? So oh, absolutely. I guess you can't fuck around with these guys. Yeah, um, that's phenomenal. This is really really good. Like, I, and then still like, and the other two is a double and a triple. So right, I'm a little scared because this yeah. is this is a, pretty pretty not intense, but it's. It's very full-bodied and flavorful, It's and that's at 7.2%. So the next one we're going to be doing will be, uh, I think, 9-point-something. And then the, the triple IPA. I don't think I've had a triple IPA before. I don't recall if I have either. Maybe, yeah. but uh, I think they're really rare. What constitutes a triple IPA? Is it literally the, I think it's the 12%? ABV, like yeah, exactly. IPA. So I guess you got to add a lot of extra sugars and yeast to get that 12% up there, right? Yeah, that's a good point. So this is fucking sick. So you went to the uh, the six pack and dogs place. So we pulled. Yeah, it was a bit of mission out. It was a bit of a mission outside of. I think it was about forty five minute drive out of Pittsburgh. Okay. But it was definitely worth the drive, and uh, they just had a bunch of stuff really that's almost impossible to get over here. So it was cool to have you know, a shot at some of the big the American big brands over there. Yeah. Where is Pittsburgh in like relation to? Because I I really have no idea. It's in Pennsylvania, yeah. right? So yeah. So it's just it, really it's just about a. Five five and a half hour drive south of Toronto, uh, okay. across the border. So we crossed over Buffalo and just had a few hours down. It was really wasn't that far at all. Hmm. Really nice, clean little city. It's kind of built around their sports teams. So right. uh, Pirates. the Pirates and the Steelers. It's very it's huge sports. I was actually surprised how small the city actually was compared to Toronto. Right. It seemed like it was like a an eighth of the size. Jeez, eh? But uh, really nice and and clean and you know they. Two big, beautiful fields, PNC Park, which is rated like the second nicest park in the majors. Right. I was surprised, actually, with the beer prices in the park. Okay. Uh, you went to a game? Yeah, I went to a game. Yeah, that's kind of the whole purpose of checking out the city, nice. see a game. Sports and beer. Can't go wrong, Couldn't right? Unless here. the beers are $16 a beer like they were for like a Miller High Life. US? Yeah. So I, I, I honestly didn't even buy a beer at the park. Like, wow. I was like, it's just too, like... And it's like shitty beer too. So, <laughs> I was gonna say sixteen for a crowd. What for like a pint? Eh? A king can. So it was a little was bigger a than a pint, but still. Yeah, not Miller High Life, dude. Like no. that's what I'm saying. It's not worth it, right? You can buy. You can buy. You can literally buy two for it duty free for less than one <laughs> beer you would there. So. Oh, that's just evil. I don't yeah. know how the fuck they get away with that yeah. shit. But the guy sitting beside us put back about 12 of them, so I don't know. He's, wow. Yeah, he told us how he, he comes to one game a year, and he's like, oh, he's I, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he kept telling out. us, he's like, you don't have to drink to have a good time, as he's like slurring and like falling <laughs> over himself, so it was pretty hilarious. Oh, America. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Okay, so that's cool. So Pittsburgh's around near there. I would never necessarily associate it with craft. I can't think of one particular... No, and that's something there. we Is did that- look into... Um, we did actually find a kind of a cool place 
Uh, it was called uh, the Church Brewery. Uh, the Church Brewery. Brew sorry. Yeah. So um, I was kind of looking online for like brew pubs and craft beer places in Pittsburgh. And there weren't a ton that came up, but this was one of the, uh, the first ones that did come up. So uh, the Church Brew Works is basically uh, they took an abandoned church and converted it into a brewery that's crazy yeah it's a really cool concept so i figured we had to check that place out um like the whole altar is kind of all of their uh stills and fermenters and mash tons and everything is like actually up you know where uh the the preacher would stand so yeah exactly so that's insane but yeah it was a really cool concept and uh the food was really good there and it was just kind of cool because it was massive, like this big cavernous church. Right. And just, there's fuck, there's cunts everywhere just eating and drinking. and So people eating inside this, like, Yeah, it's kind of the, the tables are set up, up like pews, and you're, like, eating and, and drinking kind of so like craft wooden, beer and stuff. So, like, wooden benches with no table in front? No, they kind of, like, uh, you know, renovated it so it's kind of a little more a little comfortable. Yeah, a little right. restauranty, but you could tell where the pews would have been, and right. it's kind of that bench seating the way a pew would be. That's crazy. But yeah, it was cool, and, uh, you know, the beer is... The beer was okay. I think that, that maybe they could have uh, done a bit better with that, but it was a really cool concept, and the food was great. It was just kind of a, you know, a fun thing to do, so. Interesting. So did you have these ones on the, we're on the website right now. Yeah. Taking a look, did you have all the ones on the website? Yeah, I think I like the Dunkel the best. It was pretty good. Uh, they, they, they do rotate their, their beers as well. They have seasonals and stuff like that. Okay. When we went there, they, they, they were out of a few. I wanted the, uh, the Quadzilla, yeah, but they didn't have that. I was a little disappointed with that. Okay. Uh, but... Overall, a good experience. It was, it was just, you know. kind of makes up for I mean, you'd prefer the beers to be cool, but at the very least, uh, the place was nice. Yeah. So it's churchbrew.com if anyone wants to check that out. That's fucking sick, man. I reckon that's really cool. That's something that, like, America really does well. Like, the, they do stuff here great, but I think that they do because there's, like, whatever, like 3,000 odd craft breweries in the, in the entire states. Like, to, I've never seen anything in a church. I always thought people would have issues with that. Well, I think that's kind of what makes it, uh, that's the appeal to it, right? Is, right. Is, is it, it's like pushing the boundaries. Exactly, yeah. So, I mean, we kind of showed up midweek on any, like, it was like a Thursday, rainy Thursday evening and the place was rammed. So it's obviously, Damn. yeah. It does all right, yeah. Yeah, and it was a fairly, I think it's fairly new. It hasn't been around for too long, so. Is, did you guys eat? Yeah, we had uh, actually a really good meal. We just ordered like, uh, it was a, like a barbecue pizza with wild boar on it, which was, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we had mussels and a wild boar pizza, and it was, they're both really good. So Fantastic. I was definitely impressed with the food. The food was great. So worst case, you have a good feed. Yeah. Beer's the kind of shit. Yeah. That's fucking dope, man. Would you say over, would you recommend Pittsburgh for, for any craft beer people? Would you say that's a, a worthwhile um, trip? I, you know, or it's uh, more like if you're in the area. If you're in the area, check it out. Um, yeah. Maybe I missed a few places, like, uh, it was definitely good. Like if you're Canadian and you want to go over the border and, and check out a city where they're going to have a lot of American beers you can buy at, you know, at the, the, the beer store or whatever you call the beer right. warehouse, it's definitely worth that. Um, I didn't feel a real strong craft presence there. Right. Not to say that it wasn't there, but it wasn't like, a, you know, a place like in, in Michigan and like, you know. Ann Arbor, for instance, that yeah, had all those awesome close, little, yeah. yeah, no, not the same idea. Bunch, like even Ann Arbor, in Detroit too, there was just like a bunch across the yeah. street from each other. Yeah, and just all really. Like, it was intense. Yeah. Right, so it wasn't that kind of feeling. No, but I definitely think. a nice city worth visiting, small, comparatively to like, you know, Toronto or even Montreal, I felt like it was small, so. Right. That's dope, at least you found the good spots though. Yeah. Did you get like the hookup, or did you just kind of like, uh. 
Google it in the end. Yeah, I just actually went online. Actually, there was a place right around the corner from our hotel. It was actually, uh, it was the first place we found because we asked concierge, like, where do we want good beer? Where do we get it? Um, no one knew. There was a, what's that? Did it, was that difficult to get the information? No, they were very, like, oh, helpful. Yeah, and they, they knew a place right around the corner from the hotel we were staying at. And uh, it was actually a drive through your store so it was this big like garage with like stacks and stacks of two fair, two fours all over the wall okay and like a garage on one side and a garage on the other and you drive through place your order they chuck it in your trunk and you drive through the other side like so yeah. I, i've never seen that before really? so yeah we don't really have them in uh you know toronto was it, ontario was it uh garbage beer uh they had both there okay. was there was some few a few craft selections i ended up getting uh um, my dad got a local mixer pack of one of their brews, which was okay. Some interesting stuff. I can't off the top of my head right now. Um, but all the, all the cans had like fishes on them. There was like fishes. a, okay. he had some, uh, there was like a Rasta IPA and then he had a, a pineapple beer. Rasta just, IPA? Yeah. Let's try to see if there's anything that came yeah. up on, uh. I actually ended up getting, um, a Southern tier, like IPA mixer pack, which was pretty good. It had some like sessionable oh, stuff. Yeah. And you did I sent you a photo of that. Yeah. 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 I was going to actually it's ask... It's a pack of pails, I think it was called. Pack of pails. And there's a bunch of so indie pails. Yeah, they make great I guess beers, they're man. pretty close by because they're like Jameson, New York, which I guess yeah. isn't too far from... Wouldn't be terrible. Yeah, it wouldn't be that far of a drive, yeah. Um, I don't know if this will spoil future episodes, but um, can you... What else did you pick up? Like, what did you come home with? Or did you see anything that you didn't buy that you were like... Yeah, no, there was. So, like... I didn't want to go too crazy. I ended up spending like, I don't know, it was like 70 or 80 bucks there. Um, Because they're in singles, they're charging you a little more for it than if you're buying like a six pack or a case. Um, But they had all the, you know, all the big guys there, Bells and Three Floyds and um, obviously Founders was there, Green Flash, uh, a ton of like I could have I could have dropped a few hundred bucks there and and still not had everything I wanted. So do Um, they have any um, like any of the gems, any of the stuff that say like. Because we're here in Canada, we don't get the same, like, like we're familiar with the big dogs, the Pliny and Haiti and stuff like that. But you know how there's more, like, regional, not whales, but, like, the ones, like, oh, shit, yeah. you have to get your hands on that. Was there, did you see anything, like, or was it more just, like, I grabbed the things that I knew were, like, oh, you know, I know this. I haven't had it, but I've heard a lot about it. It's, you know, rated very highly on Beer Advocate. Right. Um, again, I kind of stuck to the, the major brands I know. I, I probably missed a whole bunch of stuff, but... It was really overwhelming yeah, to be there. Much, eh? Yeah, it was it was aggressive. So was it? It wasn't like Binny's side, like Binny's. No, way smaller. Again, they called it the beer cave. It was it was like a little cellar room. Right, but it was uh, just rammed of like... singles, just like single beers of all great, delicious stuff. And they had That's some. Sick. They had the boring stuff too, but uh, you know, a lot of fun stuff as well. So when you say boring craft or boring macro macro stuff too, yeah, just I guess, I guess they gotta yeah make keep the doors open exactly. That's fucking great, man. Yeah. Um, it sounds like a sick-ass place to go. Mm-hmm. It's something I definitely, being I haven't left Canada for a few years, the last place I went to like that was Beanie's in Chicago. And that was, I don't know, what, 2012. So it was still, I didn't have the knowledge back then. I feel like now I'd still lose my shit. I remember just being incredibly over. That's like, it was like it's too much. It is, yeah. Like, what are you supposed to fucking do? Yeah, like, Unless you come in there like with something in mind. Yeah. Like, it's really difficult to sort of narrow down. It's like, you know, I remember moving to North America and going, like, I was really into, like, in Australia, you couldn't get that many fitted, uh, like, like new era hats and like basketball jerseys. So I came here. Like maybe you have three choices in Australia, and I come here and there's like forty. It was it was incredibly. It was just too much. Yeah, like um, America has everything really. Like if you can dream it up, they have it. Yeah, America, including delicious craft. 
So we are wrapping up the Centennial IPA here. We're splitting it with, uh, with the ladies who are in the building. The lovely ladies, Rochelle hey and Tiffany. How do you girls like it? Yeah, do you guys feel it? Uh, it was really it's good. delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It smells wonderful too. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, how do you feel it uh, compared to Haiti? No, that's not even. <laughs> that's just mean, right? Yeah. I guess we should mention. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> we're in Montreal right now, and me and my, my girlfriend Rochelle went across the border to Vermont, specifically Burlington, Vermont, to uh, get our hands on some Heady Topper, which is, if you don't already know, kind of known as the best IPA or double IPA in the world by many. Uh, very hard to get a hold of, made in small batches, only really sold out of Vermont, and only at select places on select days during select times. So it's like really one of those, maybe not a white whale, but like one of those beers that's hard to get your hands on. I'd say it'd probably be considered a whale in the... In the grand scheme of things, yeah. Oh, for sure. Not white, but a whale, for sure. So we we left uh, Montreal uh, early on Thursday morning. Uh, We had to be in line at 10 a.m. They say if you're not in line by 10 a.m., uh, you're not probably not getting any. Yeah. So we just happened to make it at 9.59 and we're some of the last people to get it. So I think we'll tell that story. We'll tell that story later. Yeah, I just kind of wanted to... No, we had to touch on it. So pre- we, yeah. We've been drinking Heady, not like smashing it because, we're, you know, it's, it's not like we can get it again so easily, but uh, we've been We put a few back, day, enjoying back it. And, and So it's almost like uh, you got to have it last. Like, you know, you guys learned the hard way. You got it straight away, then drank some other stuff afterwards and it taste of like blues. yeah like it really blows everything out of the water yeah. so it's it's kind of hard to compare but this, this is so, so this yeah so this is a, so a double ipa as well so we're doing uh again founders double trouble ipa uh this is 9.4 percent at 86 ibus okay. so i mean let's see if it's comparable to heady topper uh, I, don't, I don't know if much is but it's a double ipa so i guess we're gonna yeah. have to make comparisons at some point right absolutely let's Ready? open her up give her a go Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Smell that. Yeah. So normally we only do one beer per episode, but... Uh, We're sharing it four ways and we kind of have... Uh, we, we wanted to do a single, a double, and a triple IPA and kind of just... Yeah, keep it a bit more... Uh, you know, change it up a little bit. Oh, it's way lighter than the other one, eh? Lighter in color, yeah, which is... Uh, didn't really expect that, but... No, definitely not. Okay. How's that, how's that nose looking to you? A lot less nose, to be honest. Okay. Um, not as spicy or floral as the Centennial was, but I mean, maybe uh, it's more in the flavor and not as much on the nose. Okay. Like a very minimal bouquet. Very minimal, yeah. yeah. Slightly sweet, little uh, fruity as opposed to like, I feel like uh, the Centennial is a little piney. Yeah. Yeah, and this is lighter. It's still orange, but a lighter orange. A little more, uh, a little less cloudy. Yeah, clear, less cloudy. yeah, it's clearer than the other. Let's well, give it a shot. Cut. Yeah. <laughs> cheers. Mmm. All right. Okay, I feel you. It doesn't taste nine point four percent. No, a lot less than that. That is crazy. Quick beer review photo. Uh, um. Okay. So, I feel like this has more like mouth feel, like more. Um, obviously, it's boozier, right? There's a little more alcohol oh, in it. Um, but to be honest, the hops aren't as present as they were in the Centennial. Yeah, not to say not in a bad way necessarily, but it's. Uh, it's a little stronger, a little more syrupy, but not as floral and spicy as the other no, one. No, definitely not. Definitely focusing much more on the fruitier. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's less, did you say less he- like he- lighter? It's slightly lighter in the sense that the color is lighter, but it also doesn't feel like body-wise that it's as heavy. Potentially because um, this is dry hopped. The Centennial was dry hopped. Right. Like thing here, un- and unfiltered, which probably makes it more cloudy. Yeah, that, that's probably, probably yeah. Does. 
Whereas this, I'm not sure if it doesn't say like these American bottles really don't. Give they don't you tell much you a lot. I'm surprised you even say the ABV. A lot of them yeah. don't even tell you how, like how much are yeah. in it. Yeah. I guess it's just no. It's not part of the laws. laws yeah. Mm. It is easy to drink. Like it's. Uh, it like goes bad. Like I, this would like if I drank a few of these, I'd be scared that. Oh yeah. I couldn't this walk. Like yeah, it's dangerous stuff. Oh totally. Um, I think it also comes down to the fact that founders are just so fucking good. Yeah, I mean, like, I find that like all like these are high ABV. Too. Yeah, and they hide it really well. Like, so well. <laughs> it it's just tastes like I'm drinking like a five or six percent. No, totally. it's nine point whatever two four nine point four. So, no, I really like this. Yeah, tasty. Um, definitely uh, not better than I expected, but it's it's not on some uh, not on some heady shit. But it's very yeah. I guess it's not fair to compare stuff to that. Yeah, it? yeah, this is great. A little bit creamy too. Mm-hmm. Pause. Let me just uh, pour mm. the rest of this up. Over there. So this is pretty solid. So I'm foxing with that. What else is popping, y'all? The um, the other one we have as well is a triple IPA, like we said. So I, I really can't remember. I, I feel like I want to Google what makes a triple IPA off the top because I, I really don't know what. Like you mean like what percentage you have to be at to become a triple? Yeah, or it, it, what what is it? A, it's a percentage that makes it a triple. Like what determines a triple? Um, as opposed to, oh shit wrong one as opposed to a double like what's the what's the the determining factor so what makes it a double IPA usually it's the excuse me the ABV but maybe because once they hit double figures and this particular one is tw- uh, 12 that we're about to crack it's it's maybe just looked at like uh, it's you know they just like okay cool so double that yeah maybe there's an eight a, and then yeah uh, maybe it's not 10 maybe it's not 10. just ABV that determines it I don't know maybe it has something mm. to do with like we're looking at 112 IBUs. That's a bitter beer. That is if you figure, serious. I think Bone Shaker is 90. So 112 Bone Shaker is a bitter beer for me. Like it's a bit intense. So Bone Shaker is one. What is 90? 90. 90. Okay. This is 112 IBU. So Jeez. that's gonna knock your socks off. Okay, this so is 65. 65. We're drinking 86. Hmm. So 86. Yeah. Okay. It's making some notes here. That's pretty serious. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that a lot. Fuck. That is uh, 112 IBUs is, is, is incredible. I've had something recently that was around 100 and I felt it wasn't that serious. Yeah. And I'm always like conscious of IBUs. There was, uh, and I don't know if this is correct or not. Do you remember there was a McKellar beer called, um, fuck, it was like a thousand. It was called like 1,000. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember you had that. I was that. trying to yeah. get it for, no, I didn't get it. You it wanted to get it for your 1,000 beer. 1, yeah, 1, I remember about that. Yeah, I remember and, that. Um, I'm not sure if this is correct because I don't know if it's even possible to have a thousand IBUs. But I remember that was my anticipation, or maybe it was kind of in the marketing. It made it suggest that this is the most bitter beer ever fucking made. It would probably be just like oil. <clears throat> it would be like yeah. uh, <laughs> like just drinking the lupulin, oil, right? yeah, like the, <laughs> like the pure lupulin. Yeah. Um, so like I've always been like a little, never really sort of exactly certain. I found like the IBUs aren't necessarily always the best indicator of um how bitter it is even though it, you know it's technically it's supposed to measure it i don't really understand mm-hmm. how they measure it or exactly what uh they use to measure it but i've had i'm pretty sure recently i had something that was well over 100 and i thought this was going to be intense and it really wasn't mm-hmm. um unless we're just used to ipas or something but i still feel that like if it's if it's something like you know if, if 100 is kind of like that little benchmark or yeah if it's like creeping towards that then that's pretty serious. And then Bone Shaker was 90, you said? Yeah, I believe Bone Shaker is 90. Minutes. I'm looking up here some, uh, like, Pliny is... Pliny the Younger is 90. Um, 
the Dogfish Head 120 is 120, hmm. actually. Okay. Have you have you ever had 120? I think it's a hard one. I've to had get, the 90. It? Okay. I've had the 60 the and the 60. 90. I had the 75. There's a weird number I had 75. Yeah. It was like a maple special one. I don't remember that was anything crazy. 120 would be... Uh, I think that's hard to get. I think you have to line up to get that. Probably one of those, yeah. Which is... Uh, okay, so it's... it's uh, yeah, the IBUs is an interesting... Uh, okay, interesting so this thing. website is telling me that uh, <clears throat> Devil Dancer, which we're about to drink next, is only 98 IBUs when it claims to be 112. Do you know what? The only thing that would uh, account for the discrepancy there is the year. So uh, this is probably a newer one being right. bottled in May this year. Bumped up the hops a little bit. Yeah, and it's every single year they're different. I feel like almost if you're reviewing it, like you have it this year and you have it last year, it's always going to be slightly different. Like, we always do that for your, your, uh, your beer reviews. You'll do different yeah. years of... Because they are different beers, really. If they're, if they're changing the recipe at all, it is a different beer, right? Usually they... Correct, yes. Mm -hmm. I'd say that a lot of the time they note, note that on there. Right. Like they'll put 2015 or even going into untapped and you're checking into it. It'll say 2015, or and even if it doesn't say it on the bottle, I'm like, okay, well, people are clearly recognizing them as different, uh, as different beers. What's right, like, well, Fuller's does West. that vintage ale, right? Don't they do a, a different vintage every year? Yeah, that one's a specific. It's got 2000. And Mill Street does that it. barley wine beer each year. Yeah, that's sick. Uh, yeah, uh, with the the ceramic ceramic jug. Yeah, right? yeah, ceramic jug, which is dope. So some of them do specifically like they label it like that, but then something like this doesn't really get the acknowledgement that it is a uh, a 2015 version because if you're looking at a website and saying that yeah yeah so either way what what did you say it was it was less than 100 or was it more it said 98 so 98. It's, it apparently has oh. more IBUs than the website mm. claims i mean it wasn't their official website so this yeah. could be wrong as well but no it's fine fuck founders of the shit i'm really uh, really impressed with this one mm -hmm. uh, what else did you see in pittsburgh um so aside from the the, the two, were they the only places you ended up going? For yeah, yeah. So uh, we kind of got lost a bit. Um, we're looking for this uh, D's place, uh, just because all the the uh, you know beer advocate websites was saying go there. said this is the place to go. You want to you want to go to uh, pick up craft. Right. Actually, across the street from them was a place that sold. Basically, all the beers they had in singles in mm -hmm. cases. So I think they kind of work together. Like they, right. oh, they buy cases from them. them. Yeah, right. it's cheaper in the cases, but I wanted to get more variety as yeah. opposed to just get more of one or two beers. So, oh yeah, I, I like it that they did that. Like for that exact reason, I feel like in right. The there's a lot scene, of there's a lot of people looking to try new beers and try beers that uh, you know, and maybe not buy a whole case of it because what if they don't like it, six. right? Yeah, a six pack maybe. But, uh, but I wouldn't even like if I go to the LCBO. I want singles mainly for the blog purpose, right? But, there's a lot of great beers I just can't get. Like those, um, what's the brand? There's one there. It starts with C. I can't pick. Collect. No. Collective Arts. Collective no. Arts. Yeah. They're always in six packs. Yes. I've already ever had them packs, at, yes. uh, at on draft at a bar. Yeah. Um, and actually phenomenal. Uh, the one I have is really good. Yeah. yeah. And it pisses me off because like they they won't sell it. Now I understand. Like, wouldn't it be better for an upcoming like local brewery? To sell them in singles or mixers at least. Like it give give yeah, us give me a mix. And then I'd be like, all right. Yeah. I wouldn't be too mad. At yeah. That. Just more of a te not everyone's weird like me. I only want one for a blog purpose, but like it's also for the same has the same per uh, end result that I want to try a bunch of different shit because I'll go back if I'm like, oh, that one beer was phenomenal. I'll definitely go try the rest, or maybe I will buy a six pack. It yeah. crushes, but 
you know, if they don't give you that opportunity, it kind of sucks. So that's very fucking cool that they. Uh, yeah, they I like. I think Mill Street does it right. They come out with a, a seasonal sample, sampler mm. every season, so they'll give you some of their mains. There, you know, they'll have the Tank House, the Organic. Um, in the summer, I think they put the lemon tea beer, but then they put a few of their new kind of experimental brews in there. So it gets you to buy the whole six pack because their other beers are delicious too, but you also get to try the new stuff. I always buy is, those packs. Yeah, yeah, they're I'm awesome. never mad to have an organic or a tank house. Exactly. Or cobblestone it's always good to keep fridge. around. Yeah. Never mad at that yeah. shit. Mill Street a bus. Uh, we're coming to the end. Let's get this. Yeah, let's uh, get this last beer banged out. One. So this is, again, Founders Double mm. Devil Dancer Triple IPA. It's intense. So, I'm not gonna lie, I'm starting to feel like you know I just ate as well. Yeah, I'm feeling mildly buzzed, just a little bit off these bad boys. I I I, I, I don't. <laughs> the girls are giggling, so they've had like three sips. So yeah, it's uh it's it's finna get real. And also today we're going to the best from what uh, we feel is the best beer festival. Oh yeah, Quebec. we went. Uh, but last year, last year to. Um, to Chambly, it's called Bière Sever. So like Sever beer and Chambly. flavors or yeah. whatever. Because um, I guess they they got food and stuff. And it's this wicked outdoor, like in a, in somewhat of a, what's that, a park? Is it like a, right next to the Richelieu River? Yeah, right on the river. Beautiful. Um, um, the, the thing I liked about it the most actually compared to, for instance, the Toronto Beer Festival, which I've been to many times. Did you go this year? I did not go this year. Okay. Um, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, I just, I feel like, over the past few years, it's kind of, in my opinion, went downhill. It, okay. w- it used to be about the craft beer and about, you know, trying new interesting beers. And I feel like it's more become get wasted and, like, fight dudes. Like, There's fights and stuff, eh? Like, yeah, like, just stupidness. Or... People are getting really drunk. And for me, that's not what a beer festival is. Oh, for God. me, a beer festival is trying new delicious beers, listening to music, eating good food, laughing with your friends. Not like crushing back Alexander Keith's all day and yeah. like trying to like arm wrestle dudes like, so those, like what are you those doing those type of dickheads are still there right absolutely and it's getting like younger and younger like uh, yeah. I guess I'm getting older and older but uh, I find like the crowd there like the average age is like 21 like 19, yeah. 20, 21 dudes are like yeah beer fast let's get wasted Gosh. where Chambly was just like you know a cultural experience like we got to try delicious local fare and Awesome local I feel like beers. Like and stuff. Yeah, there were there were families there. At the beer fest. Kid, it was more uh, of like a. There's like a kids section now. I, yeah. I did. A, I wrote a quick article on it the other day, and there's there's a full like children section. So they're encouraging families. They're encouraging to, children to drink. No. To drink. <laughs> yeah. Well, they should be doing that. God damn it. Um, but just the fact that they they have that and they have uh, you know something for everybody. They have enough food. And I only went to the Toronto one once, and there was still enough food there. It was pretty sick. Um, but the Chambly one, I think it's more like, it's at like, it's called like Fort Chambly. So there's all like wicked old buildings. It's by this beautiful ass river. Like this town is fucking stunning. It's a yep. gorgeous day today. So yep. I'm really fucking I'm excited. excited. Like, we had this plan for months. Uh, anyways, to the beer, to the devil dancer. So, this thing is dark, man. Yeah. Super like ruby. Ruby red. Not much head. Boozy. Boozy. Too. Nose, yeah, right? yeah. 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 It's going to be interesting. 12%. Well, well 12% well, we're drinking morning. wine basically. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Wow, Jesus. That's sweet. That's good. So sweet. Really sweet. I think they have to be sweet to pull you that much. You have to be at that, at that percentage. It's like, oh, an, ice, it's like an ice wine. <laughs> <laughs> um, extremely sweet. Like, like sticky I'm getting sweet. more like, uh, like, um, like butterscotch and stuff off it. Like um, well, caramel and butterscotch. Like less, really less on the hops. Like we've actually, the, from the Centennial IPA through to the double and the triple, we've lost kind of 
that hoppy bitterness. It's more of mm. like uh, that's a good point because this most like dry hops. I'm getting like a, so I'm getting a, like a different... Scotch ale off of this. Like, <laughs> I can actually uh, detect maybe because of the. It's booze. actually really tasty though. It's just not yeah. what I was kind of expecting. Mm. Super creamy pause, as well. Yeah. Yeah, that sweetness. Very, it's very sweet. that butterscotch sweetness. Yeah, that's exactly what the fuck it is. And again, you don't think when you think IPA, you don't think like dark ruby red. You think no. kind of orange or you know light lighter yellow. I'm not mad at that at all. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. But like once again, I feel like uh, for some reason founders really just love doing high alcohol beers. It's like they're yeah, fun. yeah, um, and they do it so well. It's 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 cool to see like do like are these like a. These just happen to be a single triple double. It's not. Um, yeah, I don't a think it's a series. No, I think series, I just so. I just happened to grab and didn't realize it until after that I grabbed a single double and triple. I said this would be great for one episode to try yeah. to go through all three. I don't think they have any relation or correlation at all um, to anything else. Yeah, to to each other. Okay. Well, I enjoy these very much, and yeah. I continue to be impressed by founders. Same here. Uh, it makes me gag to get back to Detroit. Mm-hmm. Detroit. Um, check that shit out next time 100% yeah I know Dave who was on the a couple episodes back he was uh, he always raves about founders and yeah. I've heard uh, I've heard so much about it so I think that's uh, got to be on the cards extremely impressed and I hope they continue to bring them into Ontario I think that's going to yeah. be key I think I saw them for the first time a couple years ago at the LCBO at uh, yes. Summer Hill but you couldn't really find it anywhere else and they only sold the them in the four right? packs yeah but I think they're uh, you know they'll mix the four packs won't they yes or were they, you did some scamming No, shit. I made it a mixer for you. Made a mixer for they didn't check. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nice. Yeah, they were, they, they were sold in four packs, but like, you just took there were four them. different four packs. So right. I took one of each and kind of was like, okay, yeah, I got that. away with it. So I mean, in worst case, it wouldn't have even really been that bad to yeah. have four breakfast outs anyway. So sure, exactly. I think you did buy more than one because they were, like that I was the to- shit from founders being, like you said, we're in Canada. All these American beers are so like, like oh wow these dudes on Instagram are posting about it we just kind of access them so just mm-hmm. have and breakfast out was the one aside from KBS yes like the breakfast out was the one that people seemed to post the most so it was dope to to get that even that shit's like 10% or whatever the fuck very deceiving I didn't fuck around yeah so uh, you know what I think we should that's pretty much it for this yeah. episode so uh, yo good to be back mm-hmm. uh, quick wrap up on the sponsors brewheads thebrewheads.com B-A-O-S gets you 15% off Fuck yeah. Uh, OriginalGentleman.ca, uh, 10% off with the code BIA. Beer. It's beer. pronounced beer. Beer. Yeah. Uh, HighSeasonCo.com, hit us up. You get 10% off if you go through with some social media tings. And Ill Note Studios, if you need podcasts or music mix mastered, uh, we're going to get you 15% off from Uncle Brattles. Info at themovementfam.com. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yo. All right, y'all. All right, let's go to the beer festival. What are we doing here, Stella? I don't know. (laughs) Fuck out. All right. Ready? Catch you, cunts.